Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of War Weekly. It's me, Tom Sishan One, or just Tom Sishan, and uh, Enemy of Evil. So uh, we're just gonna start off with some introductions of who we actually are and stuff. Um, we both live like in suburbs of Chicago. We're both at my house right now. Um, I go by Tom Sishan, uh, Tacman07. Uh, on forums and stuff. In games, I usually go by Thy Poner or Thy Poner of Noobs. Um, I've been playing Warhammer since the fourth grade, and I just graduated eighth grade, so like four or five years. Um, started off with Fantasy, Orcs, then went on to Imperial Guard and 40k, went back to Fantasy and High Elves, and now, oh, right now, I'm. 40k again with Space Marines. Um, I play a lot of uh, video games, like Xbox 360 and computer. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty much about me. 14. Uh, here's Connor. Hey everybody. Uh, my name is Connor. I go by Conmaster44 or Enemy of Evil. I have been playing uh, 40k about a year and a half. Uh, I used to be a, a cast player, but I sold them, and now I play orcs, and I enjoy long walks on the beach. Yeah, cause you're gay. Um, so we're gonna do something that's we're thinking about making into a segment, like energy drink review, pretty much. Um, so today we both have two different energy drinks. I have an Amp Energy Lightning, and Connor has a Monster M80. So we'll try these out and tell you how they are. Well, the amp kind of tastes like jacked up lemonade, carbonation. It's a little tangy-ish. Oh, Monster I made is kind of like uh, a berry explosion of flavor. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, mine's pretty good. I've had M80 before, I didn't really like it, but, you know. And yeah, I know this, some of you who listen to video game podcasts who might recognize this kind of thing. It's kind of kind of s- stolen a bit off of a different podcast, not going to name it, but I don't even care. That's a video game podcast, so I don't care. Um, so yeah. Well, next, let's just get into what we've been doing recently with gaming. Um, I'll start off with uh, uh, two days ago, me and Connor were at the Battle Bunker in Downers Grove, Illinois. Um, That's our main store, actually, so if any of you guys go there, email us, tell us, maybe meet up and play a game or something. So uh, we were there. Uh, We played a 500-point game. Just annihilation. Although we had an argument, so we just cut, took out the kill points part of it. Um, so it was 500 points. I had one Terminator librarian and two tactical squads. Each tactical squad had 10 men and one Malta. Um, Connor had a. I had a uh, battle wagon with. Uh little to no upgrades, uh, and a truck, uh, in the battle wagon had my 
eleven knob, uh, ten knobs, and uh, uh, one more boss. And in the truck was a squad of art boys. So yeah, um, we were playing on a really cool lava board. It was kind of like a factory city-ish with like lava canals going through it, bridges. Um, I pretty much just sent all my men up to try to blow up all the trucks and the battle wagon. Um, yeah, my librarian blew up his battle wagon first turn. He had first turn, but yeah. As soon as I got to shoot, I shot and blew it up with, uh, I forget the name of the spell, or the whatever, I don't know what it's called, so, yeah, ended up, he got into close combat with me, killed off all my stuff, one of my, it was pretty much the longest close combat ever, one of my tactical squads versus one of his, I think his squad of boys, his art boys, um, lasted like three or four turns, we ended up playing like eight turns on accident because we just got carried away. But in the end, he uh, finished me off in close combat. So that was fun. Um, I've been building up my Marines. Um, they're right now at about 3,000 points, and I'm probably going to stop them there. And I don't know what I'm going to start next. Uh, so I've been building the Assault on Black Reach Marines, because I purchased just the Marines from somebody. Um, so I've been building those. Build a box of Devastators. So my army's at around 3,000. Paint, uh, maybe a third of it's painted. Um, so that's all I've been really doing recently. Working on my basement, which is our Warhammer club, pretty much. We have two tables and a full painting bar. So I'll let Connor tell you about what he's been doing recently. Uh, recently, I've been doing a lot of painting. Uh, I have my own orc clan, so... I've been taking and writing some fluff, so well, that's pretty much it. The that game me and Tom played has been my first game in a long time. Okay then. Um. Well. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back in a minute with the news.
Hey guys, um, we're back from our break, and now it's time for the news. Um, first up is um, the new Army Builder, version 3.2. Like, not new, but new update. Um, some stuff in there is you can save rosters to PDFs. There's a new interface, design, and like just updated interface. Um, and then there's just a bunch of other updates for different stuff. Um, Several interface updates. Yeah, a lot of interface stuff. Um, it says it's going to be easier to use, a lot more efficient, as in quicker and better. I, I'm <laughs> kind of wondering what they mean by better, because I've used the the version before this update, and it's pretty smooth from there. I mean, I don't see any way you can make it faster, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, so they have that, and there's a bunch of new stuff to make it easier for... I don't know. I've never used it myself, but I plan on it with this new update. So that is the new Army Builder update, version 3.2 by Lone Wolf Software. Um, next up is Space Hulk, released by GW, coming in September, I believe, maybe August. I'm not completely positive. I don't think they've announced exactly what day either. That is going to contain 10 Terminators, 1 Terminator Librarian, and 20 gene stealers and uh, one broodlord. Um, oh, just uh, you're gonna want to pick it up quick because it's gonna go fast, and I believe it's a limited release. Yeah, I think it is a limited release, so it's probably gonna go a couple in a couple days, if not the first day. Um, I know I read somewhere that I believe Belt of Lost Souls that some stores may only get even one shipment. So that is Space Hulk. Um, I might pick it up. Kind of pricey. It's gonna retail. It's supposedly gonna retail at around fifty pounds, so ninety American. Um, the price of a battle force. So it's about the yeah about the price of a battle force, but you definitely don't get what you normally get in a battle force in there. Alone in Space Marines, you get around. Um, actually, it is kind of a good deal. Because 10 Terminators alone is 90, I think, I believe, and American, and then a Librarian is 15. So actually, it is a good deal, and you're getting the uh, Tyranids, 20 Gene Stairs, and a Broodlord, and you're getting um, like the whole set. So it might be worth it. It's not really meant to be for adding on to your army, obviously. The models might be different, but I'm sure you could, and in general, they're going to be the same models, probably. They're going to be pre-painted. Hmm, I wonder. So that's going to be coming out sometime soon. Might pick it up. Um, not positive yet. Um, yeah, one of our friends is going to be really excited about Space Hulk. He talks about that all the time. Um, he's our age and everything. He's kind of stupid. But, uh, he always talks about, like, all these older games from GW and older armies and stuff. Like, whenever we go to the Battle Bunker, um... He would talk about, like, oh, I want to play squats. And then the older players there would make fun of him, kind of, because of uh, that they took out squats. 
like when he was just like a little baby before he even started playing and that he actually never was exposed to squats other than reading about it online and stuff. So that's pretty funny. And he always says how, how he wants to play Space Hulk all the time and we never do and he gets pissed off. But uh, he's actually played it like once I think at uh, a 48 hours event at the Battle Bunker. It's coming up. Last year, I think he actually did play it, but... How long did you say last year? Last year, I stayed for 36 hours total. Not not consecutive, but like 18 hours. Went home, slept for three or four hours. Had a, uh, hallucinations. I was actually hallucinating and sleepwalking. In those like four hours, I had like a fever. And then it went away before I got to go back. I went the first like 18 hours, the first day, with Connor. Came home. Uh, slept for a few hours, got up, called uh, our other friend Ray, the one who always loves the Space Hulk and squats, um, called him up and said, do you want to go? We drove there, stayed for another 18 hours, came home the next morning, just laid down and slept for like that most of the day. Um, so that's coming up again, but this year all of us are doing the whole thing. Um, yeah, the whole 48 hours. I don't know what we're going to do for that, if we're going to record something or what, I don't know. If you, if you see us there, try to keep us awake. Yeah, if, if any of you guys are there, tell us ahead of time we can talk to you guys and battle with you guys. We don't want to become, like, big celebrities. I'm not, not going to say that we are at all, yeah. but I don't want to be, like, going to the bunker and everyone's like, oh my god, yeah. yeah. I know that's not going to happen, but if people do, say hi, I guess, if you want. It'd be cool, I guess, to see people who listen to the show, play a game with them, maybe talk to them, or whatever, um, so yeah, uh, talk to us if you see us there, um, probably end up posting pictures of us or something on the forums or on the homepage, I don't know, um, so yeah, up next in the news, um, is the Bits Packs from GW, um, there is a Bastion Upgrade Pack, which will give you extra weapons for the Bastions and uh, pieces to customize the Bastions and just regular terrain. Um, I, don't, I don't think I've seen a built Bastion. Yeah, I haven't seen one actually at the bunker yet, but they look sweet online. I might actually get one because they're not too much and they look really sweet. Um, so yeah, that's that. Not positive actually on cost, but... Yeah, I guess if you want, if you have a Bastion and you want it to be better, even though they're already really sweet, pick up the upgrade pack. Um, next is the Cities of Death floor pack. Um, pretty self-explanatory. Just floor pieces, I'm guessing, just extra floor pieces for your Cities of Death buildings. If you still have some unbuilt ones. I know in our club we have a lot of them, but we don't really need more flooring, so... Um, that is that. Then they have a Melticuns pack, which comes with five Universal Melticuns. Maybe, they might be Space Marine Melticuns or Imperial Guard, it didn't say. I couldn't really tell just they, by looking they at it. Universal. They looked probably Universal. I actually might buy that after I think about it. Because I need, I only need one, but you can't just buy one Meltagun. So I might pick that up, um... Just, they look, I think they're metal multi-guns, too. So uh, I'll let Connor do the rest of the bit specs. 
Okay, uh, the next bits pack coming up is the Imperial Guard tank accessories. Um, they look pretty simple, just smoke launchers and extra antennas and stuff you can add to your uh, Imperial Guard tanks. Uh, next is the Tyranid uh, Monstrous Arms, which will come with one scything, uh, pair of scything talents. Uh, I believe a pair of barb stranglers. No, it's it's only one barb strangler. I believe a barb strangler is actually like a tyranny gun. And Not positive though. I don't play tyrannids. And then uh, one venom cannon. Uh, the next next big pack is uh, shield drones, which comes with four tau shield drones on flying bases. So yeah, that is the news. And, um, that's gonna wrap it up for the news. Um, next up, we will have a painting tip from our other third host that I forgot to mention earlier. Um, his name is Warrior of Nurgle, as he goes by on some forms, or Cygos. Um, he couldn't make it today to the recording. He doesn't live near us or anything, but he was gonna join us for Skype, which is how we're gonna normally record. So, yeah, next up is a painting tip by him. And we will see you after that. So, now painting tip of the week, and I'll be doing these, you know, each podcast episode. So let's get started with my painting tip of the week. This one is going to be for fantasy. Um, basing, preferably. When you're doing uh, basing, you want to make sure to always do them while you're in the assembly setup of your miniatures. Never, uh, you know, do it after your, um, after your paint a miniature because if you screw up, it ruins the miniature. It ruins the entire setup and all that hard work. So you want to make sure when you're doing getting the base work set for your um, base, you know, your uh, scenic look underneath your troops, do it while you're in the assembly phase, at least for um, the grounding. What I use is uh, came from a gentleman named um, Nick. And uh, Nick gave me a good, very good pain uh, tip with this. When you're in the assembly phase, you want to make sure that you use coffee grounds. You know, the regular coffee that you can get every day, you know, decaf, caffeinated, whatever have you. But be sure that you want to use something, you know, that isn't like, you know... Basically, you don't want to use anything that's expensive. So, for the kiddies that are listening to this that are, who are thinking, you know, hey, I'll just go borrow some of Dad's coffee. Don't. You know, you want to make sure that you have coffee that is cheap. You want to go get something that, you know, isn't going to make your daddy scream when you take a good cup or two from him. Because God knows, parents need their coffee, right? So what I do is I took a couple of scoops, uh, probably about two cups worth, and I put those in a jar with a seal on it. So I can just take the models, dip into the thing after I glue them. This is about the best thing. When you're using, When you're doing this in the assembly phase, you want to make sure... You have Elmer's glue, the standard PVA glue, but the biggest thing with the glue is is you don't want to be chintzy. Never be chintzy. 
Uh, I can't even begin to say how that is. If you are, it's just not going to work. Um, what you need to do is you need to basically always be sure that you're set in the way of using the PVA glue, but make sure where it's got that white. Never uh, where it's kind of clear and see-through. It, it's just too uh, light of a coating. So never be chintzy. Put a good amount on there. And when you dip it into this jar with the troops, you want to be sure that it, you leave um, a mound high worth of coffee because it's going to mound up. It's going to be about almost half of your model if you dip in deep, which is all right. Don't, you know, be like, oh, my God, you know, and don't freak out and don't try to take any of it off. Gently bring it down and put it on a piece of paper and let it sit. That's it. Let it sit for a day or two, preferably two days. Um, after that's done, take um, and, you know, dump the majority amount into the back into the little jar that you have for your coffee. Then take the rest and tap it lightly against that piece of paper until you get a lot most of it off. Then put the model aside, take the rest, fold the piece of paper to its way and just slide it right back in to the jar and you know keep using and using and using that's the biggest thing is coffee a little goes a long way you don't need like an overabundant amount and you don't need something that's ridiculous um but just don't ever use like Folgers or something because I don't think you want your parents killing you anyway so with that when it dries within that two days, what you want to do is you want to go take and use your um, artist knife or your exacto blade, box cutter, whatever have you, and uh, carefully go around the feet and uh, gently scrape off the coffee grounds so it doesn't look like you know you, they're like you know foot deep in well whatever have you, which is supposed to be just beveled rock, you know, basic rock and ground dirt. You don't want to overdo that where it's ridiculous you want to make sure that it is just you know it's supposed to set an illusion and that's the idea you know anyway after you know everything's done you prime it this is the biggest thing when you prime your model you're going to prime that ground as well and it's going to seal when it seals it's going to look pretty dang good it's going to be black but it's still going to look pretty dang good it's going to be sealed on there so it's not going to be like that uh, you know, is this stuff going to fall off or whatever have you? No, it won't. It's going to stay. Then lightly, well, after you're done doing your model, painting them all up, lightly dry brush, like a bleached bone or a desert yellow, whatever color effect you're going for, um, over it. And uh, take some basic stack grass and a little bit of Elmer's glue, put over a little bit of stack grass, create kind of like a little patch. And then if you got a little brush, the brush pieces from um, brush mounts are like, it comes from the uh, Citadel series. I can't remember off the top of my head how it is. What you want to do is you want to take a little bit of that and, you know, put it usually maybe in a corner if you're doing like archers or something, give it an illusion that there's a bush there. Turns out really nice. And it really adds an effect. And if you can get another colored grass from like Woodland Scenics, it really helps as well. You know, have a couple color type of grasses and then you can create some good little spurts and, you know, all that stuff. That would be my tip of the week. It's not really painting per se the first time, but I'm going to go through step by step later and explain to you folks how I work with my fantasy models 
and what's the best way, especially if you're doing a mass brand new army, like if you're doing the Empire or this brand new rumored fantasy army coming out, which we don't even, no one knows at this time what it is, but we're supposed to have a brand new unique one. And when that comes out, I'm going to give a tutorial on how to paint them, what to do, the whole standard thing. So until then, Bo, this is Sagos. And like a ghost, I'm disappearing for the week, and I'll get back to you all later on. Take care. Hey guys, we're back uh, after that painting tip from Nurgle, or Psygos as it goes by. So, um, we're going to do a product review of the Styrocutter Plus from Floral Crafts, I think it's the company. So, um, we picked up this Styrofoam cutter, or hot wire cutter some people call it, uh, the other day from Michael's, the craft store, for $20. Um... So as soon as I got home, I was alone, I went in my basement to try it out. I plug it in, uh, it was still switched off. Within 15 seconds of plugging it in, I accidentally touched the metal part of it, the actual cutter, and I seared my finger and burned it pretty badly. And yeah, uh, it wasn't even on, and it messed up my hand pretty badly. So that was pretty painful. but. I just went through the pain, stuck it in a painting cup, painting water cup. Uh, so yeah, I just kept going, tried out the cutter on some pink foam, and it works pretty good. Um, we've made a couple pieces of terrain already. We made an underground bunker, well, Connor did. I made a couple, uh, like, rocks and stuff. And so, yeah, it works pretty good. It's definitely worth the 20. And uh, you can get a coupon online on michaels.com. And it'll be 50% off, so it's only 10 bucks. So that's a really good deal. It's worth it. Just whatever you do, don't touch the tip. Even if it's still off, it's still going to get up to like at least 300. And then once you turn it on, it gets up to 410, it says. So it's pretty hot, and it burned my finger. It doesn't hurt anymore since it was like three days ago, but there's still like a scar there. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So yeah, um,. That is the Styro Cutter Plus from Michaels by like Floral Crafts or something, but you can't even see the logo on the front, it's on the back, so just look for the Styro Cutter Plus. Um, so yeah, look for that at Michaels. Nine out of ten. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd give it a I'd give it a seven out of ten because of uh, like after you cut anything, any pink foam. After you cut all the way through it, there's like pink foam strands, like little like strings. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's like little strands of pink foam, and you just have to peel those off, and just it's a little annoying, but it doesn't really matter. So yeah, that's the Styro Cutter Plus, twenty dollars on Michaels. Um, next, we're going to do we're going to just review the HQ units in both of our codexes, so the Orc Codex and the Space Marine Codex. Um, do you want to start or you want me to? Oh, you start. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with the Space Marine Codex. So, let me open that up. 
Okay, so we're going to start with. I'm just going to go all the way through it, just do every single HQ unit. Um, we're going to start with Marnius Kalgar. So I don't know if we're able to. Well, I think we can give points, just not all the stuff. So, um, Marnius Kalgar. He's an ultramarine, so I don't really like him. No one really likes ultramarines, even if you play space marines. I don't like ultramarines. He's an ultramarine. Um, it's pretty expensive, 250 points, and his stats aren't that amazing. He doesn't have Terminator armor. He's regular power. Um, he has a power sword and some other stuff, an iron halo, gauntlets of Ultramar. Um. I personally would never use him. I don't like special characters in general, but especially him because he's really expensive with 250 points. Can't really upgrade him at all except for you can replace the armor with armor of Antilochus, which I'm guessing gives him a 2 plus save or some invul or something. So, and that's only it's only 15, so probably just gives him an invul. Um, I personally would never use him, but maybe some of you out there who play Ultramarines want him. I know this model's pretty cool, but I don't like it, so. So that's Marnius Kelgar. Um, next is Captain Cato Sicarius. Um, he's better. Um, he's, I believe he has Terminator armor. Maybe not, though. Maybe just something. He, I know he has a 2 plus save, so that's good. Uh, is 200 points. Um, he has a lot of special rules that normal guys don't. Um, see, yeah, he has a good amount of war gear. Um, he's another special character which I don't like, but you know, maybe some of you out there do. So yeah, um, pretty good. His stats in general aren't as good as actually yeah they're not as good as Kalgar as he just has one less attack one less wound but that's about it that's the only difference um I know his model's cool so that's him next up is Chief Librarian Tigarius um he again has a lot of points he's 230 um, he's definitely not as good. He is a librarian, though. He's not in Terminator, just power. I don't think any room for update upgrades. Although, I don't know if he's even an epistolary, so he can do two powers a turn. Although, he's, I don't know. I'm not positive with him. I've never used him before. Like I said, another special character. Um, I don't like it. Some of you might. There's a lot of special characters in Marines, so it's kind of, I don't know. But, so that's Tigerius. Um, a lot of points, not too amazing, other than that he's a librarian, but you can always just get, like, a regular librarian, or a Terminator librarian, like, you can get a Terminator librarian who is jacked up with war gear, and an epistolary, and, yeah, Terminator too. And for me, he's only 180 points, my Terminator librarian, and he's equal or better than Sicaria or Tigerius. Maybe not with special rules or something or whatever war gear he has, but still he's a librarian. He has better save. <coughs> Stats aren't as good. 
I don't know what Connor just did. But, um, so yeah, Tigerius, I don't know, cool, I guess. Um, next up is Chaplin and Cassius. Um, I don't like Chaplins in Warhammer. I don't know why, I just don't see anything unique about him. Like a Captain River, he's really good stats, and he's good in close combat. Librarian has powers, so that's unique, and he's good in close combat also. But Chaplins, there's just nothing cool about him, other than he's a Chaplin. The models look cool, yeah, but he just doesn't, I don't know. Um, Cassius really has nothing unique about him. Other than an Infernus in his war gear, which I don't even know what it is. I'm guessing it's not the car from GTA, but you never know. So, um, he's not that many points. He's only a 125. Um, yeah, another special character. I don't really like him. So let's move on to the next page. Um, Chapter Master Pedro Cantor. I think he's cool. Because these are Crimson Fest, and I like the Crimson Fest. I don't play them, I just think they're cool. Um, he's not that many points, he's 175, which is, it's a lot, but it's not compared to the other special characters I've already gone through. Um, so yeah, uh, he is pretty good, his stats are good. He doesn't have the 2 plus save, like I like, but he looks pretty good. I've never used him before. You can have orbital bombardment, which is good. Um, yeah, so he's pretty cool. model I've seen before is cool. So yeah, that's Pedro Cantor. 175 points. Um, Crimson Fest. Next up is Captain Darneth Lysander. Um, Omal, I'm I don't even know like what chapter he's from. He sounds familiar. I think he's uh, what's it called? Not Ravenwing. Maybe Ravenwing. I don't know. Um, he has the two plus save Terminator. So actually, it might be Deathwing. I'm not sure. Um, but he's pr I like him. Um, he has a special character which I don't like, but he's in Terminator armor, which helps everything, I believe. Um, he has a pretty good stat line. Um, high weapon skill, high ballistic skill, everything else is pretty high too, and he has a 2 plus save. Um, not a lot of unique war gear. He has a Fist of Dorn um, and a Storm Shield. Um, Spushter rules wise, it's pretty normal. He has a Eternal Warrior, so he can't be insta-killed, which is nice. Um, so yeah, that's him. He's 200 points. Out of all of them so far, I think he's one of the ones that's actually most worth it. Because, yeah. So, up next is Shadow Captain Kayvon Strike. Here's our Shrike, not Strike, never mind. Sorry about that. Um, he is 195 points. His model is really, really sweet. Um, like, he has the Raven's Talons, kind of look like Lightning Claws a bit. Um, and the Jump Pack. He looks really sweet. He's my favorite looking special character for the Space Marines, but I still don't like him. So he's 195, stats pretty decent, no Terminator armor, just regular power. Um, so yeah, uh, good amount of war gear, good amount of special rules also. I wouldn't recommend him, 
but I wouldn't really recommend any special characters to anybody unless you play the chapter that they're from because if you're playing like your own made-up chapter and you have Marnius Kelgar who's an ultramarine that's gonna be kind of stupid because that doesn't make any sense fluff wise but um yeah so that is Kayvon Shrike 195 points up next is the is Forge Father Vulcan Histan um I don't know much about him other than his stats because I have the codex obviously um, never seen the model he's 190 points he has artificer armor which I like that's good um, his stat lines really good um, he has a really a lot of war gear that's like unique about him kind of not a lot of special rules though um, so I don't know much about him he is a no he's just never mind but um, he's 190 points. Um, might be worth it if you play that chapter, or unless he's from any chapter, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about like all the new chapter stuff for Space Brains and all that. Um, See, so yeah, yeah, it's it's long story. I don't feel like explaining it, so I don't really like him. But you know, up next is Corsaro Khan. Don't know much about him either. Um. He rides a moon draken. Not sure what that actually is. Um. So yeah, I really don't know what that is. A moon dracon. I guess how you say it. Um. He has a little bit of war gear. It's unique. Um. His stat line's pretty decent. I don't like special characters, like I said, but maybe I don't know. If you like them, cool. So yeah, um, up next is the Space Marine Chapter Master. So now we're done with special characters. Now we have the Chapter Master. Um, stat line is good. A lot of options for customizing him. You can give him a lot of pretty big variety of different kinds of guns and close combat weapons. And you can upgrade the power armor to Terminator or Artificer. Artificer. Um, and yeah, there's he can have a lot of different upgrades. You can ride a bike, can have jump pack. Um, yeah, he has a lot of stuff you can do with him. So I would recommend him. He's kind of he's not too horribly expensive for a space marine HQ. He's 125. After upgrades, I'd guess around 150, 160, if you like to upgrade him a lot, which I do. So that's the space marine chapter master, 125 base, probably. I know 160 after. Um, so yeah, let me go to the next thing. The Space Marine Captain. One of my favorite HQs. One that I use myself. Um, yeah. I like him a lot. His stat line is comparable, is equal pretty much to most of the special characters. If you have him in Terminator armor like I do, um, he's better than a lot of the special characters. Uh, yeah. He's good. He has a lot of upgrades available in Terminator armor. He's really, really good. Um, he's great in close combat. Um, if you run him with a close combat Terminator squad, that's always good. Pretty unstoppable close combat right there. Um, so yeah, he's good. 100 points base, which is kind of cheap. Mine comes out to like 160-ish. I don't know. Um, so up next is the Space Marine Librarian. He's my favorite HQ, Connor's most hated HQ. Um, what would that be? Library. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, 
Connor doesn't like him very much. Connor has killed him in the past two games we've played, though, because I always just jump and run into close combat with, um... I use the Gate of Infinity power, and I just get him really close to everyone, and fire the Vortex of Doom. That's the spell I was talking about earlier. Vortex of Doom. And then after he does that, he usually takes out something with that, but then once it comes to close combat time, he gets killed by Connor's orcs. So, yeah, he usually gets like 40-something attacks against him, so he, he gets killed most of the time. Maybe survive a turn. But he's good. His stat line isn't as good as the captain. But in Terminator armor, the only really difference, I think, is the weapon skill and the attacks and the wounds and the initiative. But that's it. Okay, maybe more than I thought and the ballistic skill. But, um, you know, he's still good. Um, he has the powers, a lot of upgrades available. Um, and yeah, I like him. Next up is the regular Space Marine Chaplain. Don't like him. Don't use him. I know his stat lines, whatever, it's the same as the Librarian, I think. Exactly the same. Yeah, it is. Um, so I don't see a point in using him when his stat lines exactly the same as Librarian. He costs the same amount as the Librarian. Can have the same upgrades as the Librarian, except for that the Librarian can have powers also. And that doesn't cost any more points unless you upgrade into an epistolary. So it's really, I find it pointless. And even if you upgrade into epistolary, the only difference is you get, can use two a turn. But still, that's not two powers a turn. So I think the chaplain's kind of pointless. The model looks cool, but whatever. The only difference is the war gear. And the specials, I believe. Yeah. So there's really not that much of a difference. I don't like him. The model's cool, but I don't, I don't like him. Next up is the Master of the Forge. Um, 100 points base, stat line. Not too amazing. He's worse than the other guys, but his ballistic skills higher, so he's obviously meant for shooting. Um, although, he can have digital weapons, so I don't know. That's close combat. But, special rules, pretty good. Um, war gear, good. He has artificer armor, so that's good. Um, yeah. I've never used him before. I uh, don't actually know what the model looks like. Probably pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's the Master of the Forge. Don't know much about him, but you know, might be good if you like him. Um, so that is it for the Space Marine HQ. Um, I would recommend the Librarian and Captain most out of all those especially in Terminator armor, but it is your decision, obviously, and whatever fits your chapter, I guess, um, those are just my two favorite, the two that I use, and the two that work best for me. So, uh, next up, let's have Connor talk about all of his HQs, and I'll take a small break. So, here is Connor. Okay, everybody. Uh, I'm going to apologize ahead of time for my pronunciation of any of the uh, orc HQs. They are damn near impossible to pronounce. So, I'm going to start out with uh, the most popular and the hardest to build of all the HQs, Grazkill Thraka. Um, this model weighs about a pound, and you're going to spend about $30 in green stuff trying to get him together. Uh, he comes in at a whopping 225 points. Uh, he has the rule of the big boss. He, any knob squad or mega knob squad can be taken as a troop choice. 
Uh, his war gear uh, is Cyborg Body, which gives him a 5 plus invol save, uh, along with his save of 2 plus already. Uh, boss Pull, uh, Mega Armor, which gives him the 2 plus save. Stick Bombs, which uh, lets you reroll Danish Strange Test, I believe. Uh, Big Shooter, and that's it. His specials are Independent Character. Furious Charge, Mob Rule, and Prophet of the Log. Um, he only has one option, and that is Ammo Runs. Um, the next HQ is Mad Doc Grotskin. He uh, comes in at 160 points. He has the, the Big Doc. Any unit in the army, including Grotsnik, may up be upgraded. Blah, may upgrade its members to have cyborg bodies for 5 points per model. Um, his war gear is Power Claw, a Slugga, uh, a Erdy uh, Syringe, uh, Doc's Tools, and Cyborg Body. Um, our next HQ is Wazdaka Gutsmack. He is a 180 points. His war gear is Bucky of the Apocalypse, which is the coolest sounding thing I've ever heard. And let me look up Bucky of the Apocalypse. Let's see here, Bucky of the Apocalypse. Wazdakas follows the rules of war bikes as described on page 46. Furthermore, Wazdaka's bike has been modified so extensively that is far more powerful and even cooler looking than a standard war bike. I don't, I don't think we're able to actually like talk about like yeah. every single thing. I think you can. As long as we're not like reading. Eh, okay. Well if we get sued if we get in trouble, you know. Hopefully none of you guys will report us for something. If we are doing something wrong. If we are, we'll learn. Next time we won't do it. Yeah, one game workshop slaps us on the wrist. Yep. Get our one one morning, hopefully. So yeah, uh, yeah. Never uh, mind. All right. Uh, the for my army, I have two interchangeable HQs, and this is one of them. Old Zogwer comes in at 145 points base. Uh, he has Nest of Vipers, which gives him D6 attacks along with his two attacks base, and they automatically wound on a two plus. Um. Now the do-all of all HQs, the war boss, 60 points, uh, base. He has a slugger or shooter, a chopper and stick bombs, and enough options to fill half a page, seemingly. Um, and he has the big boss, which is the same as uh, Thraka. Uh, next is the big neck for 35 points. Um, he has War Gear, Slugger, Shooter, Chapa, Mex Tools. Uh, he allows one Death Dread to be used as a troop choice. Next up is the Weird Boy. He uh, has no... For his War Gear, he has no War Gear. He just simply has uh, independent character Furious Charge, Mob Rule, Wog, and Psyker. Um, I believe that is all for the Orc HQs. Okay, then. 
Um, so that is going to wrap it up for our show today. Um, we're probably going to get on a schedule of every Monday releasing. So, yeah, we'll improve the show every week with, as in sound quality and stuff. So, sorry if this episode is not too great sound quality or like our, whatever, our voices are too loud. It looks like my voice is louder than his and Connor's. At some point, super loud, so sorry about that. Um, normally, we'll be recording separately on Skype. Yeah, normally we'll be recording uh, not the same place, but Connor's computer is having some trouble right now. So, um, yeah, some shoutouts. Um, visit our site, which is at warweeklypodcast.blogspot.com. Um, check out that site. We'll be posting updates about everything related to the podcast and us. Um, and then check out the forums, which there's a link from the homepage to them. Or you can just go directly there, and that is warweekly.darkbb at, or dot com. Um, visit the forums. Get the forums going, guys. Um, it'd be great to talk to you, some of you guys in there. Um, You'll be able to down. There'll be a link to download the show from there if you're not listening through iTunes. So do that. Check out the forums. Talk to us. Talk to other people. Make suggestions. Um, do all that, and then you can email us at warweeklyadmin at gmail dot com. So check out all that. I'll post a link to the email or like whatever the address on the forums or on the site or something. So email us, maybe next week we'll do like a mail section, if we get enough emails, or even if we just get one, we'll do that, um, so yeah, you can send us a recording, I guess, we can maybe play it, or you just send us a message, we'll read it and answer your questions, um, so yeah. And if you send us hate mail, we will read it over the air. Maybe, if it's not bad, we'll read your hate mail, if you guys hate us, which is dumb if you do. So, yeah, um, email us, you can catch us on Skype. Um, my Skype name, I believe, is TomSishon1, so you can get me on there. Connor, what's yours? Uh, Enemy of Evil. So, catch us on Skype, talk to us on there. I wouldn't mind, I don't care, I'm fine with talking to people. Um, so yeah, talk to us there, and if you live in Chicago, if you want, you can maybe set up a game at the Battle Bunker, or at the Oak Park store, you'd know what I'm talking about if you live here. So, we will see you guys next week, next week, the show will probably be released on Sunday, even though we said we're going to try to aim for Mondays, probably Sunday, because we're doing stuff next week and also next week connor will not be here but our third host will be so it'll be me tom and um warrior of nurgle or psygos as he goes by and so we will see you then see you guys